Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Lovey in Christ. So in this episode, we are doing something a bit different. So I was having a random conversation with my best friend and I was getting so blessed by it. And I thought, you know what? The world needs to hear this. Someone out there needs to get this message. So we turned it into a recording. So there's a lot of background noise, technical issues since we were not planning to have a recording. But we trust that you're going to be so blessed. You're going to get so much from this. So let's get to it. So hi Matt, thank you once again for agreeing to do the podcast with me today. And today we're going to be talking about being authentically you, what it means to live a life of authenticity, you know? Being yeah. you in this world of social media where everyone is trying to become someone else. And so I think the first thing uh we'd like to do is just to define what authenticity means. And what authenticity looks like. So, Nash, do you want to do that for us? Alrighty. Hi, guys. Um, my best friend is not introducing me to you guys. So, um, I'm going to say hi. <laughs> I'm tripping. Um, so, Google says <laughs> the quality of being real, um, of being genuine, of being true. Yeah. Yeah. So, being genuine and mm-hmm. being true and i think mm-hmm. the first place to start even before we talk about the different pressures in that may want to stop someone from it would just be to understand what authenticity looks like in christ because mm-hmm. you might tell someone okay be you but what does that look like if someone or all that one is just to you know look at what others are doing and to implement that in my life without necessarily understanding who God has called me to be. And that's mm-hmm. why we did that episode on identity. If you missed it, just go to episode one and listen to that episode and find out who God has called you to be. So I think first, uh, the first place to start would just be to take that picture of what being authentic in Christ looks like. What do you think, Matt? Okay. Um so um I'd like to give a story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um so when I went for my interview, yeah, um at the at, at my current workplace, <clears throat> um I was coming from a place where I'd just been soaking in the word. I was at Bible school, um I wasn't in the market, I hadn't done school for like two years I like exaggerating it I think it's two years but people go like no it's one year and months okay but anyways <laughs> but yeah I've just been I think the only pay, uh, space I was in was like with church people and at home you know so like when I when we when we went for like the interviews like people coming from some, some people just came straight from school and they're about to work some came were already like uh, working for those past two years that I was at home yeah mm-hmm. so like people had all these fancy languages people were like and you know interviews you're trying to impress people so the pressure yeah, is <laughs> so the pressure is is for you to be like something like an image that that they want yeah, yeah? yeah. so I think that's where I like 
learned that whole thing of being authentic and being genuine. Because yeah. one thing that kept ringing in my mind was, so I'd be like making all these nice confessions, reading the word about how like I'm blessed, I'm highly favored. But it hit me. Well, that's always the Holy Ghost, but it hit me that when when I'm declaring that I'm blessed, I'm blessed for me. So when I'm saying I am blessed, I'm saying Natasha is blessed. So mm-hmm. when I try to be Natasha um, X version, you know, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm actually operating outside of God's grace. So being yeah. not being genuine uh, and not mm-hmm. being real in that sense mm-hmm. is actually operating outside outside of God's grace because you're trying to. Um, mm-hmm. You're trying to be someone else, yet you're believing that God has blessed you. I don't know if that makes sense. Is that making sense? Yeah. yeah. So you're trying to you're, you're trying to walk in someone else's shoes for you to be blessed, yeah. yet God has blessed you. Mm-hmm. So if 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 you're not so loud, God has blessed that not so loudness. You get it? Like, um. So when we're talking about being real we're not necessarily talking about, we're talking about like your expression as a person. So we're all the mm-hmm. same when it comes to identity in Christ. Like we're all favored, we're all blessed, mm-hmm. we're all loved, we're all chosen, but mm-hmm. we, so, so on that level, we're all the same. But mm-hmm. when it comes to us expressing that new image that we have, we're all different. We express it differently. We've got um yeah. different, um, uh, desires, different like likings, preferences, and stuff like that, and things that we yeah. seem to be. Uh, it seems to be very effortless to do some things, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. So yeah. So I I had I had to learn that in my expression of Matt, that's where I'm blessed. That's what God is blessing. Until they say that um um, give God what you have, the little that you have, and He's gonna bless it. So when you're yeah. trying to give. God, the little that you don't have that someone else possesses, what is he going to bless? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think, I think that's what like being authentic is like fully expressing yeah. who you are in your own yeah. personality, like fully expressing the new image of God inside of you in your new yeah. uh, person, in your own personality and not being ashamed mm-hmm. of that. I don't know if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, that's very interesting, especially the example that you've given, because now I'm just thinking back to now also when I started working at this place mm. working at currently and it was my first experience like being in proper corporate environment. I had yeah. worked in much smaller organizations, not full on corporate. And I remember I had this pressure of because you know, it was really <laughs> it was really drilled into us, you know, like you to be able to climb that ladder you need to be a certain kind of person you need to be seen by everyone yeah. you need to do you need to do that and, yeah at that point my personality really isn't ingrained in that direction and i remember now the first week yeah because mm-hmm. i was just fresh on new new industry new everything i'm still trying to adapt i was just doing the most i was doing the most and just becoming everything that I was not in order to mm. fit. And I was like, it started becoming very stressful. Like it started mm. becoming very draining. Because here I am trying to be someone who I'm not called to be. And what you're saying, I just understand that 
that when God declares things about us, that's what he means. Because I have to go back and ask myself, okay, but who has God called me to be? And why am I doing this? And I realized I was doing most of those things because of the insecurity of, mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I, I want to climb up this ladder. You know, I don't want to lag behind compared um, mm-hmm. to my peers. But I had to remind myself, this is what God has said, you know. God has said that we have the mind of God. God has said that he always causes us to prosper to triumph in this world. And I had to remind myself, when I am in this office, I am operating from a place of purpose, in that this is what God has said concerning me. I am going to become who God says concerning me, and I don't have to try so hard to become someone else, because now um, that's just the only thing that they... Yeah, and when, when I did that, I realized uh, you can be you and still succeed, because People just don't go out of their way to try and become something else. Girl, you is <laughs> preaching. <laughs> like, if you if you look at social media, for example, mm. why do people copy most celebrities? It's because these celebrities represent <clears throat> an idea of success. When you look yeah. at them, they represent what you think success should look like. <clears throat> you think by just doing everything that this person is doing, I'm going to see the same results. Forgetting that we are endowed differently, we are called for different spaces in this life, and we really don't have to copy people. Like, God has already put the value in us. God has already ordered our steps to be successful, and so we don't need to copy everything, everything we see on the internet, because now you see, you find um, some of these people, like, the way they've patterned their lives is not necessarily according to the word, but because we th- we can see the end result, we think we mm. have to follow the process. Forgetting that, you know, we can get the same thing using God's process. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. But don't you think like it takes a lot for you to really believe it? Especially like let's go back to the corporate setting because man, I I felt like you were mm. preaching to me because I think I've been struggling. Talk, talk about being authentic, yes, guys. Yeah, I've been I've been drowning. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I've been drowning uh-huh. like because it's just so much pressure like especially in the department yeah. I'm in right now it's just so much yeah. pressure to perform to be like something yeah. else you know this image yeah. that's glorified in the workplace how do you yeah. like come to a place where you're like you know what this is who mm. I am I mm. this is what God has spoken about me and yeah this is what's gonna work because it's 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 not like the world is just quiet, like, you know, it's not like you just, there's no other external pressure coming against what you're trying to believe. <laughs> yeah. It, it, takes, hey. it takes a lot of courage. And I remember, like, mm. what I thought, uh, in the first few months, I really struggled with that thing. Because there's the fact, like, for me now, I'm in a totally new industry. So there's the whole knowledge gap, you know, the number of things that Sis. I don't know. That's you and I, you and I. <laughs> <laughs> when people are talking about stuff and half the time, you're like, what? What? Yeah, like, what's that? I have to Google that. <laughs> so already it's messing with your head. You keep thinking, okay, am I really qualified for this job? Am I supposed to do mm. this job? Then mm. you consider the fact that the role I'm in is not what I studied for. So I am learning right. job as I go. But I remember 
now when I just took it to the Lord in prayer, the first place that I had to start from was one recognizing why I am working. Yeah. And I had to recognize that the first thing to prioritize its purpose. So I am in this office, I am in this company for a specific purpose. I'm mm-hmm. not just here to be an employee. I'm not just here to work for mm-hmm. a living. No, I'm here first of all for the purpose that God has put me uh, to perform in this place. So it changes your mindset from feeling like, ah, everyone in this place is doing me a favor mm-hmm. to thinking, you know what, I have an assignment to do and I am coming here as a solution. I'm not just coming here as a number. I am coming mm-hmm. here as a solution. So every, t- every day now, I realized I had to intentionally <laughs> talk myself out of those weird spaces, you know? Those spaces where now the devil starts whispering things like, ah, you know, you're not qualified. You're not moving at the speed at which you're supposed to be moving at. So I started telling, I started rewriting my thoughts and mm-hmm. intentionally speaking into my days now when I wake up and I'm saying, you know, I have the wisdom of God. Come on. Christ and all his His wisdom has been made manifest. As mm-hmm. I walk into the company, I walk in as a solution. I'm mm-hmm. I am bringing impact to this generation. I am bringing answers. Certain things will not happen because I am here. I am bringing the light. But you know, the thing that we also have to understand is uh, your emotions may not have necessarily caught up with with your your emotions or your circumstances may not have caught up with your belief. And so it takes intentionality. Like, despite what I feel, I need to choose to. I like that. Intentionality. Wow. Mm. So you have to be intentional in choosing the path that you're going to live in life. You know, mm. you don't have... Because I remember, <clears throat> even before I started working, now I was in that space of, after graduating from uni, before mm-hmm. starting work, I had just left the previous company I was working. And yeah, I just I, I, I didn't really feel like I was being called back <laughs> to that company. I just said, like the purpose was done, it was time to move on. But mm-hmm. I didn't move into the new space immediately. So there was that whole gap between the time I left this previous company to the time I started this new company and you know the pressure <laughs> of being out of school and not in another situation. Because yeah. the, way, the way we've been so socialized, the way we've had so many things, mm. you start feeling like you're not moving at the same pace with your peers because of this and that. You understand? Man. Yeah, you, you, you learn. People, if you think Instagram has pressure, you have not been to LinkedIn. <laughs> Congratulate Jane because she has moved to a new position. (laughs) Pressure. LinkedIn is that one place where you get so you get to see so many people Mm. and you get to get you you get to experience so much pressure of trying Mm. to move at the same pace with your peers because now you get access to everything they are doing professionally. Maybe you're not doing on your end. You understand? Mm. And so there's that pressure of okay, do 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 I need 
what's everyone doing that I'm not doing and do I need to become like everyone so that I can move at the same pace that they are moving? I don't want to be that person who everyone in my class moved on to this new level and I'm the only one left. Oh my goodness, I don't know what to do. I'm going to clock this number of years. Na, 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 na. It's just a song of... <laughs> a song of constant comparison and pressure. Especially since we live in a generation where everything has to happen so fast. Mm. Like the situation, Everything mm-hmm. is instant. You start work and you need to get to this level uh, to this financial level instantly. You get to, you need to get to this position instantly. Like, we don't really pay attention to process. Mm. And so what happens is you can look at someone's fruit season and compare it to your seed season. So you're looking at someone's achievement, say they are 40. They have been laboring for that achievement for like 20 years. And you're feeling pressure and yet you are 20. You understand? So you're yeah. comparing your fruit season with your seed season and now you're feeling like you have to become like them. Because I think part Dude, of I want to cut you off. <laughs> That just reminded me, I think I was talking to one of my friends and we were talking about how, like, it's kind of hard to to appreciate your humble beginnings. But do you know that God actually delights in them? Yeah. Like, dude, there's a verse. Do you know where it is? Uh, I think it's... Um, is, it, is it Zephaniah or Zachariah? Yeah. The one that starts with that. <laughs> yeah, we're being very authentic, guys. We don't know Bible verses. I've heard all of them. Yeah, I'm <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my word! <laughs> so, oh yeah. So I was talking about how, you know, like, humble beginnings. Yeah, that one, that one, because the Lord delights in them. Yeah, the verse is Zechariah for ten. Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord will mm-hmm. to Dude, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I I feel that this also speaks a lot to being authentic in those. Um, uh-huh. so you like you've got most of us have these big words. Okay, not big words. What uh-huh. the hell? <laughs> most of us have these um things that like God has spoken into your life and has told you, um. Like, like, you know how when he spoke to Abraham, he, like, told him about the stars, about, you know, all that, like, the end, where he's taking him, right? But, like, if you look at where he was at, he he didn't even have a child of his own. So, like, some of us are still there, you know? You're still there. So, there's, there's like, um, there's this thing of not wanting to be to be in the beginning and wanting to just rush to the end. Yeah. And yeah. it takes away, you know, the joy of it. It, it God delights in your humble beginning. So you are free to yeah. be authentic, to be where you are at and be okay there, knowing that Christ is not going to leave you, you nor know, forsake you there. He's going to take you exactly where he said that he would take you. Yeah. Man, I think we should just like learn. I'm preaching to myself. I'm probably going to re-listen to this. <laughs> we should just learn to be okay with where we're at. 
And that doesn't mean that yeah. we we stop speaking what God is saying about our future, about our destinations, mm-hmm. but just being content with where you're at and stop trying. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like fake it till you make it. Why are you faking it? It's going to happen. Yeah. If God said it, it's already there. It's established. Oh, <laughs> don't guess me up <laughs> but yeah <laughs> if God said it it's done why are we trying to fake you don't have to fake it be where you are and let people see um, God take you from point A to Z yeah, yeah. yeah. you see that, that that's such a beautiful thing because I think part of what you're living authentically is accepting the season that you're in accustomed to seeing the end results, especially with social media. Because one thing we need to understand about social media is that mm. it works algorithms, yeah? Mm. So, a uh, hundred people have posted about their end results. Mm-hmm. people are showing up on your feed. Mm-hmm. What you're seeing is the end result of a hundred people and not the time it took to get the world of that, those are hundred. So you're being presented with so much information at the same time, which is not necessarily the intention of the person who was posting. But since yeah. you're being presented with so much information at the same time, it presents this reality that everything needs to be instant in your life in order for you to move at the same pace as everyone else. So you you get into this confusion of it's either you're living in past or you're living in future but you don't know how mm. to live now. Oh, yeah. The process. Because I mean, part of being authentic is accepting your weaknesses. You know? At this mm-hmm. point in life, you may not be good at something, but you may be working on that thing and you know, like, say, a few years down the line, you're going to mm. be good at that thing. But accepting that right now, this is where I am, and accepting it and glorying in the process, mm. letting your faith be complicating the patience of the good working you, like letting all these things be brought to maturity and to perfection. And I think that we, as a generation, we really don't see much of that. We really don't see much of, you know, it is okay that right now, you are at this level in your life. It doesn't mean that this is the end. It means there is more, but this is where you are. So there's no need for you to start lying to other people. <laughs> a picture that's inaccurate to other people, you know. You don't always have to be smiling when you're posting a selfie. If that day was just a, a bad day, <laughs> you don't always have I ain't gonna do that. <laughs> If you're doing it for a point in that I know things were um things were a certain way during the mm. day, but I am hopeful and I know that all things are working for my good. That's mm. okay. But if you're doing it from a point of oh I, I want people to see this is how I'm living, I want people to see that this is where I'm at in life. Then that's yeah. a problem. That's a problem because we go through different seasons in life and part of being authentic is just accepting that. My season may not look like something. But Viv, I think mm. I think it then points also to another aspect of authenticity, being genuine yeah. with God. Like, what's oh, your relationship God. like, man? <laughs> Cause, like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I 
It's the joy of the Lord, guys. It's the joy of the Lord. But okay. yeah, like I think I think I think as of this whole um how we were brought up like in church, that is. Um uh-huh. is we saw we saw a prayer structure. Uh-huh. We saw a lot of that. We saw a lot of prayer structures. Like yeah. to, to hey, there's some prayers I hear out there and I'm like, I don't know, are you reciting a poem to God or like are you guys talking? <laughs> and Heavenly Father, at this point in time, at, at this juncture, we just want to thank you and give you praise. And then people use like all these really cool big words, but I don't know, man. <laughs> I do. We don't know how to be authentic with God. And I think yeah. I think that's probably the root of all inauthenticity. Is that good yeah. English? <laughs> but yeah, like all in genuineness, probably. Because if, if things flow from your relationship with God outward, yeah. then probably maybe that's the actual thing that's like mm-hmm. um that, that needs to be addressed. Um because I'm yeah. thinking. Um, if you are authentic with God about where you're at, it wouldn't uh-huh. be hard for you then to be authentic with other people because you're okay with God. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I'm correct, but I I lowkey suspect that's the issue. But it, never the least, yeah. let's talk about uh, being genuine with God. What does that look like? Wow. Do you know? Um, I I think. I think we we have really shunned emotion to the point where we don't know what to do. Girl, this is your favorite topic. Come on, hit it. Take it I home. <laughs> yeah, so what I am saying is on emotion. Mm-hmm. We, we have really shunned emotions to the point where now people don't know what to do with them. Like you've been told don't make decisions based on your emotions, which is true. Never make decisions based on your emotions. Use common sense. Use the leading of the Holy Spirit, right? But it has gotten to a point where we don't know the place of emotions in our lives. And emotions are supposed to point us. Our thoughts influence our emotions. Our emotions are supposed to point us to our thoughts. Our thoughts are supposed to to point us to our hearts. You know? As a man, mm-hmm. it, so it is. And so, if we don't have that place of acknowledging, I am feeling sad. I am feeling sad because of A, B, C, and D. And God, being the the father of all fatherhood, he's supposed to be that space for us, where we can Mm. actually go. This is the situation I am in. This is what I am feeling. But, understanding the but, but, I know this is what the word of God said. So the real determinant is what comes after your birth. This is what um I am feeling so much pressure because of where I am at in life, but I know like my steps are being ordered by the Lord. You understand mm-hmm. the reasons? Mm-hmm. Because that's like we feel like we are supposed to approach God with a well written script. We're supposed to approach God in all our strengths, but in reality the word says that in our weakness he is made strong. So we really don't even have room for that weakness in itself. And the things that you don't present to God are the things you end up suffering from. 
are the things that end up hurting you. Guys, I hope you heard that. The things you don't <laughs> present to God are the things you suffer from. Come on, preach it. Yeah, because you look at the life of David and you see that David presented everything to God apart from, well, his desires. <laughs> and we come mm. to see how this plays out when now things take over and the whole soap opera starts you know he sleeps with man, another man's wife <laughs> why are you getting into his business though <laughs> no it's because you, you actually see during all his lamenting he never really lamented about that <clears throat> and God is inviting us to a place where there is no judgment there is no condemnation for those mm. who are in Christ Jesus. And I feel like Come that's on. the first place where we are supposed to go and just be reminded of who we are so that we can live authentically. And I remember it took me such a long time to understand. I remember. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> so you should give them a story. You should give them stories. <laughs> point of saying this is the problem God. Mm. Help me deal. You understand? Mm. This is a problem. I don't know. I don't even know how to <laughs> how to design my heart anymore. This is the problem. Help me deal. Wow. Can I just add on that? Like, God is not afraid of our mess. Like, I know. I know this thing has been said. Like, probably in every um in in every church that's led by a young pastor, that's probably been said. But yeah. guys, it's so true. It's so true like apparently he's not you know i know it's yeah. shocking because i think i think you know when we grew up and we mess up like yeah. your parents would first shout at you before they <laughs> so now you're like thinking god almighty in heaven if he yeah. shouts at me oh man i'm going to hell <laughs> but that's not true those are lies straight from the pits of hell it's not and true. I think it just starts from a place of understanding where we stand with God. That because of what oh. has done, we are now the righteousness of God. In yeah. Like, at no point is God so mad at me and wanting to punish me. Because he'd have to be mad at Christ first. Yeah, and he, he, he was already mad at Christ. Christ already took the punishment. And that's, that will mean that God is not being a just God to punish me for something he has already punished Christ for. And I think part of being authentic and just accepting where is any God is accepting that what Christ did was enough. Come on. It was sufficient. The prize is for dramatic effect. Sela moment. Like, Come on. Now, and we don't need to, we don't we don't need to prove a point to God. I mean yeah. God can design see this is the thing. And I've mentioned this on this podcast before. You see someone who likes lying and mm. they say at oh, this person has a lying problem. But in reality God can design that person's heart and find out this person has a fear problem. So it's Ooh. the fear in them that's causing them to lie because they feel like they constantly need to cover up for things so that they are not in trouble. And so mm. when God is dealing with such a person, he's dealing with them from a point of view. Listen, let's deal with this fear. I've not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of sound mind. So let's deal with this. Let's bring you to that place of sound mind and of power and of love. 
So God mm. is the one person who can design our heart correct, our hearts correctly, because man can only look at the outward experience, which is true. I mean, without the designment of the Holy Spirit, no man can see through you. But mm. because of the Holy Spirit and because of God, like He designs our innermost thoughts and our innermost experiences. God knows all our traumas in this life. And as a result, if there's anyone who we should feel if any if there's anyone on this app that should make us feel comfortable, just being us, for me that would be good. Come on. It has to. That guy's mm. God loves us. So much. Mm. With an oh, everlasting, so everlasting guys, like not even your boyfriend or girlfriend can like can top that. Like even if they tried, you know. But shout out to all the amazing boyfriend and girlfriends out there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they... <laughs> oh man, oh man. But... Wow. I'm about to lose my train of thought. Okay, but yeah, like, guys, God loves us. And his faithfulness toward us continues. Yeah. So we can go with our issues to God and be authentic. We can tell him things that we're failing to believe that he's saying. We can do that, guys. Not in a way, not in a way that you're like, um, because I, I think the other thing about being authentic with God is where you, how your heart is postured. Like, are you coming to God saying that I've got this problem and I intend on you addressing it or are you just coming so that, you know, you can go back and um, continue <laughs> in that problem. Yeah. Like, yeah. And yeah. are you coming? And remember, whenever we go to God, we go to him in faith. So when we're coming with yeah. our problems, we're not leaving faith behind. Yeah? yeah. That's why I think that's why David would have those Psalms where he starts off uh, ranting about all the things that are going wrong. But inside uh, those yeah. things, or even at the end, he'd always remember that no, even though these things are happening, God is faithful. So that, that meant yeah. that he was, he was able to be genuine. Uh-huh. with God about the things that he's feeling, but he did not leave the truth about God. He did not leave yeah. um, God's faithfulness, God's love toward him, you know? Yeah. So that's how we, uh, that's how we handle our genuineness with God. Like yeah. we go to him without forsaking faith, without forsaking what we know of and believe about him. So yeah. what that, what, what does that look like? Um, let's, let's use um, lack. God, um, I'm starting to get, let's say, yeah, Scott, I'm starting to get weary about my school fees. God, I'm starting to get weary yeah. about, um, about, about the money I have and it's making me feel down, uh, down, but your mm-hmm. word tells me that you are, you are a provider that you've supplied all yeah. my needs according to your riches in Christ in, um, your riches and glory in Christ, you know? Mm. So you come with that balance of what you know. And if you don't know anything that's going to help you uplift yourself to, to where, to what God thinks of you, then if, if, if I didn't know that verse and I didn't know that's how mm-hmm. God feels about, about supplying my needs, then I come and mm-hmm. say, God, I'm wary about my school fees. I'm wary about this and such and this, but I want to believe you. I want to believe that you're good. So help me, mm-hmm. give me the truth I need. Like guys yeah. being honest, man, being honest is simple and it's freeing. It's free. Now you don't have to, 
I don't, you know, I have to beat about the bush and trying to pretend. And, and yeah. yeah, because that's the thing. Even in the Christian mm. circles that we are in, we are in. Mm. Like just, just you ask someone, "How are you?" Mm. And the responding comes. You're like, "Yo, dude, listen." <laughs> <laughs> it's a mm. simple question with simple answers. It's because even. It starts from that like how authentic mm. our God because that then determines how we we live our lives out here. And another thing is you can't go to people and expect stuff from them that only God can give to you. Mm-hmm. You know, are waiting for people to validate you so that you feel validated. So that means you are looking for all the ways to get what you need from people and not stopping you from being who you really are, you know. You are looking for love from someone and you know, okay, this person likes this and this or this person likes this kind of a person. So you're changing yourself to be that person who this person can like when you know in reality that's not you, mm-hmm. you know. Understanding that there are some things that only God can do for you, mm-hmm. and also understand that God has enough for mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah. If if you're part of a tribe that's not your tribe, God has your tribe. Mm-hmm. You really don't have to break your back trying to become someone who you're not in order for you to fit into some certain circle. God has the right person for you. God has the right group for you. God. Oh well, you guys are getting good relationship advice. Just saying. <laughs> Even in relationships, you know, because you find that uh, this person whom you like has said that they like this kind of a person, and so you feel like, oh my goodness, this person actually validating me. Like, no, not validating me. You feel like I don't know when next I will find someone this amazing. So I need to change and become the person that this person likes so that I don't lose them from my life. Mm. And just <laughs> missing the point that you are listen, they can go and God can still bring someone who's the right fit for you, you know. Someone who yeah. likes you the way you are, someone who accepts you just the way you are. And you don't need to you don't need to change to become someone you're not. I'm not talking about the kind of Man. things you know. <laughs> you know, Do you know what things are not yeah. okay. huh? <laughs> I was gonna say, like, do you know what what God told me, like, um, in twenty twenty twenty, yeah, because I don't know, I felt <laughs> I I felt like I was on a chase on trying to be someone else so that I'm approved by someone else I thought was gonna be my husband, and then God told me that Matt, you are lovable effortlessly. Yeah, man, that's what. And when when God tells someone something, um, like that, it it applies to everyone. Yeah. So that's that's the kind of approach we need to have. That the God. Blessings of yeah. The, <laughs> the blessings the, of uh-huh. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah like that's how god views it like we don't have to try to be someone else 
we are lovable the way we are, the way we express ourselves in Christ Jesus effortlessly. Uh, come on, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. I'm dropping my mic there. I'm not going to go further than that. <laughs> yeah, and in God, there is capacity for you, mm-hmm. your personality, your quirks, your weaknesses that is in progress. Uh-huh. In God, there is space for all of that. Mm-hmm. And yes, there's also space for change. Like, if you know, yeah. you know this is something it can change. For example, if I'm always yelling and I know this is something that can be dealt with and I mm. can now start communicating effectively, like the space mm. for that, but it shouldn't be coming from a place of I am not good enough. And so, oh, yeah. I like that. It should, be coming from, yeah, it should be coming from a place of this is who God calls you, you know? Like when, when God, the angel came to call Gideon, mm. oh, you might have a war. The guy mm-hmm. was timid, afraid, but mm-hmm. God called what God saw in him, you know, God, he mm-hmm. called the things that are as if they are. So he was calling out the mighty man of God out of Gideon. So meaning, according to God's eyes, this guy could actually, was actually a mighty man of God despite his humanity. So God is calling you to raise generations, raise healthy families, you know, do all the good stuff. So that means that now when I'm working on change and I'm working to become this person, when I'm working on my weaknesses, I'm working from a place of that, from a place of comfort, knowing that this is who God has called me to be. And so I'm stepping into who God has called me to be. And not because I am feeling less than, I am feeling unqualified. And so I feel like I need to change for me to become qualified. I think you balanced that well so that now we're not just sitting there and like with our anger issues, with all those weird yeah. issues and just be content with that. Yeah. So we're not saying just sit back, relax and enjoy. We're like saying if you're gonna like move into the better spaces that God is calling you into, it's not from a place of where you're not enough. It's you're moving yeah. because Christ in you is enough and he supplied all that you're not. And you're yeah. tapping into that and moving into it from a place of sufficiency, from a place of, of security. Because that spills into how you also treat others. You know, the Bible says the first rule, you love the Lord your God, you don't have to build your mind, you your soul. But the second mm. one, you love others as you love yourself. So if you've not gotten to a place where you give yourself room to be authentic, then you're not going to give others room to be authentic. If you're not going mm. to a place where you extend grace to yourself, you're not going to extend grace to others and their weaknesses. So, that whole place of understanding, this is who God sees me as, this is who God calls me to be, then I can now, because I'm so full of it, I can now extend the same advantage to other people who are listening to me, who are my friends, my colleagues, and all that, you know? Wow. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's enough for today's episode. So I'll just ask you maybe to just speak um, some words of life into anyone who's been struggling with it. Who's just thinking, okay, babe, I'm going through so much pressure right now. I don't even know where to live. I'm just. 
I'm being tossed by the wind everywhere. Oh my goodness, I need an anchor. Just pick someone of encouragement or someone who will listen to this episode. Wow. Um, I, I think I'd want to just re-emphasize that God loves you. God loves you not for for what what you think you ought to be like, but loves you mm-hmm. where you are right now, and He's faithful to that. He's, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you are special in God's. You are special in God's eyes. You mm-hmm. are the apple of His eyes, not someone else, but you. So don't be afraid of being you, and um, I don't also be afraid of taking everything that you're facing to God because mm. he's ready. He's been waiting on you. He's been waiting on you so that he can get to step in because he's been wanting to step in, but he can't step mm. in if you don't take it to him. Mm. Yeah. I think, yeah, man, God loves you. Just believe it. That's all he's asking you to do. Believe it. Mm. Thank you so much, Matt, for mm. this with me. So guys, Man, it's a pleasure. Share, share. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Share, share, share. We upload every Sunday at 8 p.m. Ciao. Bye.